Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where I've made it my mission to help beauty professionals, creative and independent entrepreneurs like you find the tools, inspiration, and motivation to unlock the abundant life you know you are meant to be living. Each week, you can expect epic guests and solo episodes sharing every tool, trick, and skill set I've learned on my own 20-year journey to grow and scale your life and business. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, former salon owner turned beauty business mentor and crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur, here to share incredible stories and insight about how others got started and the unconventional path they took to get there. My goal is to inspire you to reach your business and life goals with confidence to achieve your dream life through creating non-negotiables and boundaries without sacrificing your personal well-being and relationships. I know firsthand how real burnout can be. So if you're ready to stop the overwhelm and get clear and focused, you're in the right place, babe. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and I have my dear, dear friend, Vicki, on today to the podcast to share some soulful stories of where she started and where she's at now and our journey to being reconnected and um, the new adventure that we're both on together. Vicki, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I know, me too. When we talked about having you on here, I was like, yes, this is, I, I just said this to her before I hit record. I, I want to start having more conversations around, you know, the real journey that it took people to get where they are and the evolution of, you know, what their life and their business looks like and, um, you know, what you're up to now. So I always like to give people free reign on where to start, but you are in Costa Rica. That is where I want to uh. start. That's where I love to be right now. Um, so talk us a little bit through um, how you guys ended up in Costa Rica and what life kind of looked like before you got there. Oh my gosh, there's so much, but, uh, Costa Rica is absolutely amazing right now. We just entered, well, just, but, um, a couple of weeks ago entered our rainy season. It's beautiful blue sky out right now. It rains in the afternoon. It's green. It's lush. I'm, it's, I'm super blessed. Jess, um, I'm super blessed that I have a husband that uh, loves adventure, but we came down here like a little over four years ago and visited a friend. Um, they were staying here for a year just to see, you know, if they wanted to move here and we're like, Hey, we want to come visit. So after seven days on a 10 day vacation, we bought our house. Like we, we just knew Mark wanted to retire. And so like that was in the process but we just knew that I wanted to be by the beach. I wanted to be, you know, I don't want to say remote, but we're more, um, we're not in the big city. There's certainly a big city in Costa Rica, but like, it's just so peaceful and it's so quiet. We walk to the beach and take our dog and go explore the jungle, which is sometimes a little frightening, but <laughs> all those creatures out there. Oh my God. Um, but it's just like life is, life is so simple and the locals, they're so gracious and they just want to help you. And they're so happy. And it truly is, they have what's called, um, Pervita and it means the simple life, pure life, and they truly have it. And so we, we, we bought our house and well, uh, last year COVID we were supposed to, when it started, we were supposed to be moving here. So we spent a little more time and in the States and then finally got here in October and we're here full time. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's super awesome. Okay. So let's have our guests get to know you a little bit better. Where did you grow up? 
Um, I spent, let's see, my parents, I um, was, they were divorced when I was five years old. So half my time was in North Idaho. The other half was in Florida. I was born in Florida, South Florida. And my heart and soul is by the ocean at the beach, kind of like you. Like I feel so much energy and power and magnetism at the ocean that on it, in it, by it, it just, it has to be where my soul draws to. So grew up in, um, in those two places and actually like did a lot in North Idaho. Like that's where I spent the majority of my time and like through family dynamics, um, just wasn't my calling to be there, but I spent a lot of time just, um, as an adult, just like people pleasing, not knowing that I'm enough. Um, and just like going down that, like stuck, just stuck. And like through, we had this, um, this powerful breath work the other night on, on, um, pride. And I shared a little bit with the group on pride, but I've had some pretty freaking amazing experiences in my life as far as accomplishments that I've done that I don't give myself credit for because I always feel like I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. But in reality, I worked my ass off to earn those. And like you in the fitness industry, like I was a personal trainer for 20 years, a CrossFit coach, a run coach, a triathlon coach. And in that I dove headfirst into accomplishments I did six Ironmans, including the world championship. I did many marathons, including Boston marathon. Um, so those are super huge accomplishments that I've done that I've never given myself the ability to have pride for those because I didn't want to feel bigger than, than, than I looked or bigger than I should be. Right. But I mean, I also, so through CrossFit and stuff, I, I became a Olympic weightlifting. I came, became, in, I came into Olympic weightlifting and I competed in Southern California and went to the American open in Las Vegas. And actually I won my age group and my weight class. And through all of that, like there was just, it was for, per, for other people to acknowledge me. Like I was constantly looking for the approval of others. When in reality, the other night, I just, I, I honored and I allowed myself to feel that I fucking did the work myself. I earned it and it's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that. And to be proud and that, of those accomplishments. Yeah, that I'm, I'm worthy of, of, of that pride. So that was a huge breakthrough for me the other night. I, yeah. So working through that, that, that was a lot. That makes me happy to hear that you, you had a moment and a breakthrough like that. And I think in doing the work that we've started to do, um, allows you to, you're creating that space for somebody else. So you, you have to first be able to do it also for yourself to truly be able to do it for somebody else. Cause you have to be able to embody it as you're sharing, teaching, leading someone through that as well. So yeah, you, you knew you had to come into these moments, but I think how you feel and how you felt your whole life is very similar to how a lot of people feel and why they chase the things they chase. They think the next accomplishment will then validate or make them feel worthy of whatever it is that's been missing. And 
you know, we just learned in class the other night about how deeply rooted in ourselves, you know, thoughts, patterns, conditioned behaviors are that we might not even have any control of that we didn't even personally maybe even experience. And, you know, you are all sciencey and likes all that stuff. And I'm interested, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm like, like, he taught us, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm like, I did not know that. Like, I had heard similar things. Um, and what we're talking about is, you can have a fear or a mindset or a belief or something that maybe you never even experienced. It could be something that happened to your mother while you were pregnant with her, or even your grandmother while your mother was. So the, the line of how far things can carry are, are wild. So that, that may come from yes, things that happened in your childhood, but also things that you might not even be aware of. Um, I love how yes. this switches sometimes. Um, but so when you were doing all of the doing, teaching, mm -hmm. training, Olympic athlete, lifting, all of that, um, where was it that you finally shifted into? Because now when you see you, I see a different person. I don't see that like heavy grind, super in their masculine. Like I see a feminine, you know, like you've really dropped into a different space in your life. Can you talk about that shift that happened and you know, what it was that got you from there to where you are now? I love this question. Thank you um, for asking it. It um, to to just back up a little bit. Um, Mark and I met in North Idaho, and we went on an adventure. I always wanted to live on a boat, um, and so we moved to California um, and lived on a boat in Oceanside, California. And that honestly is where I started to feel that shift in myself. Um, I was an empty nester at 45. My only daughter moved um, and she started her own journey, which I'm super proud of. Um, but I, in that time, I realized that like, who am I? I've spent so many years in service to her, to others and through whether it was work or her partner stuff, it was always for somebody else. And was one day out, well, not one day, because we went out many times, but taking the boat out of the harbor and into the ocean, I sat on the bow of the boat and I just sat there and the waves were washing over. And all of a sudden there were pods of hundreds of dolphins around the bow of the boat and they were porpoising in the wake. And I just noticed that moment of the sound of them, the sight of them, them frolicking and playing, and they were generally joyful. And it was in that moment, just that I realized that this is how I want to be. Like, this is where, whether it's on the, whether it's in the mountains or on the ocean, but this is how I want to feel like so much connected intuitively within my soul. And it just lit me up that I have to follow this. So at that point, like it was ebb and flow back and forth between the masculine and feminine. Like we talked about like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do next? Okay, let's get this accomplishment, but yet keep coming back to what lights my soul on fire. And honestly, it came to the point where um, I was super close with my dad my whole entire life. And um, two years ago, he passed away of COPD and emphysema. And it, it was gut-wrenching. Anybody that's lost a parent or someone, I mean, it just, for me, it just, it 
it, it was more than I acknowledged though at the time, Jess, it was truly like, okay, I can deal with this. Here's the masculine. Let's check off the list. Let's do all the things. Let's support all the other people. But in the same time, it was like, what the frick happened to me? Like I experienced this, I got to take care of this and now let's move on. So in that time that after my father passed away, like I decided, okay, let's do something else. Let's train for something else. Let's get my mind off of it. And I trained for an ultra marathon. Mark and I did the Trans Rockies um, ultra marathon, which was six days, 122 miles in Colorado. So going from sea level to Colorado, like that was huge. And just training for that and working through that and being out in, in nature and suffering on those days of running, like it really made me realize that I've got to stop. I've got to stop and acknowledge what's inside of me and I need to heal. So there are many days on the trail where I'm sobbing, like people are running past me and I'm sobbing, but they say that ultra marathoner, ultra marathoners do that because or they do that sport because they're running from something or trying to heal from something. And it truly was. So it was a blessing for me to do that, go through that experience and go through it with Mark and just connect with the mountains, connect with nature, connect with that deep rooted shit that was inside of me. And so from then it was just like this whole journey of I've got to, I've, I've got to heal this. Do you think or, running, when you were crying, you were purging some of that undealt with stuff? Because I've, I've noticed, I mean, I'm nowhere near ultra marathon runner. Like, but when I run and I get into that state, like I will get overcome with emotion. I feel like it comes from that place where you're pushing yourself so hard, like stuff bubbles up because you're up here living and just getting through it. And then when you tap into that, it's just like, and you're like, why am I running and crying? Like what the emotion is just bananas. It's kind of like breath work when you're in the middle of breath work and then they, something is said and you're just, you know, it's like it unlocks and un releases stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like, there's, there's a lot that, and it depends on like you, I'm sure you run by the ocean and you connect with the ocean. So that gives you all that energy and you're just releasing and, and those endorphins doing the exercise. Right. So it's all that energy and the knowing of just, you're doing the healing work of the breath work. And we're going through this journey. And also just like you learn to tap in. So that's, what's super amazing so, about where we're at. Right. So what we're talking about right now, so Vicki and I reconnected recently through um, both of us joined the healing couple in breath work certification to become facilitators, to teach breath work. Um, and previous to that, her and I had met at a uh, networking event that a girlfriend of hers had put on that worked next door to me and at my salon knew I was doing events. So uh, by the grand universe, we met <laughs> and somehow stayed connected through social media. We've kind of been cheering each other on from afar and then found ourselves in the same room three weeks ago as students in this class virtually. So she's in Costa Rica now. I'm still in San Diego and the couple that's teaching us is in Austin. So that is the power of what we're doing right now, which is connecting through social media, through Zoom, through virtual ways that didn't exist 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> so it's such a blessing, but just so people kind of know what we were talking about and when we refer to breath work, um, that's a whole nother thing that we could dive into. But so you're having this emotional experience, you're doing this thing in Colorado after your father's passed away and you know after that boat experience that this is just something that your soul is craving. And so what does that look like? Because I feel like 
a lot of people probably have moments where they feel deeply connected and they know they need to change and they know there's more and there's something that's missing or they're seeking or they're, they're doing to cover up. How did you, you had that realization. How did you then decide what are you going to do about it? Honestly, Jess, I went to breathwork session at Sojourn in San Diego and I'm like, okay, so I'm stepping out of my box. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I love yoga. I love this space. It's a safe space at Sojourn. I'm going to try this breathwork. I don't know what it is. So let's, your first let's time. check it out. First time. Okay. First time went in on a Sunday evening and oddly it was a full moon and it rocked my world. Like, like nothing else. I felt, like you said, so many emotions, the laughing, the crying, the stuckness, the tingling, the so much release and so much energy after that 30 minutes. Well, it was an hour, but after that 30 minutes of breathing hard that when I came out and drove home across the bridge to Coronado and saw that full moon, like my soul lit up. I'm like this through talk therapy, I've never felt this. Through getting drunk, I've never felt any of this. Through, like, I mean, this is such a natural high that we can give ourselves to heal and to release that the combination of talking to someone through therapy and getting rid of what emotionally is stuck within us, like just changed my world. And so just going back to class, over and over. And then we had our shutdown in California and reaching out to them and going, okay, I'm moving to Costa Rica. I'm not going to be here to do it in person. What can we do? And like the universe spoke to us and we all got on zoom together. Right. And so we have this connection now in zoom. And I spent almost eight months with uh, the healing couple one-on-one -on -one basis, working through what was stuck and them creating that powerful, safe container space of trust and, and cheerleading. I, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Like I, there was so much encouragement from those two to work through all that stuff that has, it has been stuck through like generations or through childhood, whatever that, that I can't can't not do it. I mean, it just, I mean, to embody it and to live it and to live here in Costa Rica and know that there's so much energy through all of this combined and community to encourage each other, that it's something that lights my soul on fire and it's my purpose. I truly believe that. I love that. Oh my gosh. So are you practicing doing any of that while you're there now? Do you, or what are you doing? What's your day-to-day -day look like? So now my day-to-day -day is I, um, through sitting at waterfalls, um, understanding, um, sitting at a yoga shala on the beach, sitting there in meditation, I'm like, if I can feel this freaking good, how come I can't help other women feel this amazing? So I have created a retreat for women to come down in November to um, sit sit in silence, sit in stillness, to feel the energy that is surrounding from other like-minded women, but also nature. 
and to lead them through um, modalities of healing and releasing and finding what lights our soul on fire. Because like you're a mama, you know that your first priority is your baby and you put yourself on the back burner. So it's important as we women encourage each other, but also as they leave, like, who are you? Who were you? Who did you want to be before you had children? And so now that your kids are gone, let's dive into that. Let's experience that. And let's, let's honor each other and let's grow together. Let's get vulnerable. Let's release the shame, the fear of the negative negativity, and let's, let's grow together. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So the soul journey retreat is going to be November 16th. I wrote it down because it's on the vision board. Um, it starts on the 11th. So 11, 11, 11, 11. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will you, will you go a little bit deeper because I do definitely want people to understand the level of which this retreat's going to be. So can you talk a little bit more about what like the daily, the days will look like? Um, if no one's ever visited Costa Rica, that can sound a little overwhelming too. So can you walk us through what that's going to look like? Absolutely. Um, I don't want to give away all the secrets, of course. Um, but we will be staying on the beach. It's six days, five nights, um, staying at a beautiful um, beach cottages on the beach. And the beach, I think on a busy day, has probably five people, maybe a cow or two. Um, so it's very peaceful. It's very solitude. Uh, no hustle bustle that we mamas do females do when we're back at work right or back supporting others so it's just a place of of calmness we'll wake up in the morning we'll do some journaling we'll connect with each other we'll do some yoga some breath work i have a day of going to a waterfall where we'll sit by the waterfall we'll experience you can't you can't understand how many different shades of green there are until you come to costa rica in the jungle Like one color has all these shades. It's absolutely incredible. But sit by the waterfall and do a meditation, listen to the sound of the birds, the crickets, the water. And then um, another day we will have a paint and sip night. So I really want to encourage the support of other women and other local women, Jess. So I've connected with a few down here that um, one of them, she's an artist and she does amazing painting. So she's going to come and do um, a paint and sip night with us. So we'll sit by the ocean at the beach. We'll paint. She has, I'm not going to spoil the design, but she has something in mind. Um, And just tap into our inner feminine goddess that's within us, within this community of like-minded women and rise each other up through artistic creativity. Whether we have none, I can't paint, but I mean, so what? There's no right or wrong, right? So her spirit is beautiful. Um, She's just a light. I love being around her. And then um, November is Tortuga season around here. So the turtles should be coming in, laying eggs. They should be hatching. So I'm praying that um, one evening I have a, her name's Aleandra. She's a naturalist here in Costa Rica. She does guided tours in nature. So she's going to take us on a beach walk and praying that we see some tortugas. Um, And that will be the majority of our doing 
the rest of the time is breath work, meditation, journaling, sitting in silence and supporting one another. That sounds like the kind of vacation experience that I need. And I know if I'm craving something like that, like I always like to know details, you know what I mean? Because I think when things seem, um, a little intimidating, like going into another country and then spending that much time away from the things, you know, you're supposed to be doing. And it's like a lot of people can feel guilty for going to do those things just for themselves. So, um, this is the whole point is like not getting to a point where Vicky was and, and quite honestly, where I am was too, for a small while. Um, when you can put times like this into your life, you can integrate it and then bring that home. So you can flow in and out of the masculine and feminine. Cause even you saying like, I know I still have stuff to work on. Cause even you saying tapping into our feminine goddess, I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> like, cause I'm so always in my masculine. And it's, it's very, I already knew that for the most part, but I didn't know how it was like kind of holding me back from experiencing other things. Um, like being able to tap more and, and get into my body rather than always in my head. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like for anyone suffering or dealing or trying to force life on their own, like being able to tap back into yourself and experience a, a safe space where you can, for one, just be. So you can mm -hmm. up however you are. There's no expectation. If breath work probably doesn't feel right for you that night, you can excuse yourself. If you don't want to participate in the yoga, you can probably excuse yourself. Um, but to be able to go in and just freely be yourself, like I think that's the beautiful thing about you is like the second I'm around you, I'm just like, <sighs> like you just have a presence where you can, I'm like, she's got it. I'm good. Like, and for someone like me that runs at this speed and this level, like I know there's a lot of levels of, like of people that aren't quite where I'm at, but you know, to put yourself around other people like you that are creating that magic, um, I think the work that you're doing is so needed. So I'm excited to get on your list and be there. Um, so becoming a facilitator. So when you, when you took that first class and you continued with your eight months with them, did you know that you wanted to then teach it as well? Or what made you decide to go from being a student or let's say a client to saying, I need to be able to teach this, to share this experience with other people? It was, it's funny that you were, you asked this because it was Joe Dispenza's um, meditation. One day I'm sitting here on the, we have this beautiful patio that looks out over the greenness and I'm doing this meditation. And all of a sudden I have this download, like, like it sounds so woo woo. And I'm, and just like for you, I, I lived in the exact same world, that masculine world for years and years and years and years. And to let go and become in that, to come in that feminine and go back and forth, like sitting in that meditation and just allowing what to happen happen was this incredible download of again, if I can feel this freaking good, I need to help other women feel this good because I'm not the only one that felt that way. Like there's tons of, there's tons of people that feel like this, but I want to, I want to tap in and I want to help women because I've experienced that, that service. I've, I'm, I'm the emptiness mama that got to a point like, okay, now what I'm going to do, my kid's gone now. I don't know what to do. Um, so I want to share the journey of the healing and and the amazing energy that it gives me with other women. 
Yeah, so good. It's, I mean, and so when they offer the teacher training, I'm like, I'm bored 10 times, I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, they had no choice not to allow me. <laughs> I've never said yes to something so fast. I was like, I don't even care how much it is. And I was quite honestly, I would have paid double what they were charging us. Um, because like you said, the space that they hold for us to just like feel safe and the people that they attract, like that, like I hope to then recreate that in my own space someday. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, this is what a wonderful journey. What so you, you seem like, I didn't know you before, but I feel like, would you, what would you say the differences between how you operated on a daily level to how you like operate and vibrate at this level now? Awareness. In, in reality, the other day that we went through those feelings of the anger, the sadness, the fear, I went down, I went down into a deep hole. Mm. Like it's, con it's, it's being aware of and acknowledging what's happening. Um, I just had this conversation with my daughter, she's 25 in Virginia and, and she's studying to be a counselor. And we have these amazing connections where understanding that you're going into that place where you don't want to be because it's reality, it's normal. But once you are aware of it and acknowledge it, it's like, okay, so what is my, what do I need today? Placing my hand on my heart and going, okay, what do I need today? I need to go for a walk on the beach. I just need to lay in bed for a few hours, cry, or let my person know that I'm, I'm feeling like dog shit and I don't want to go anywhere. And then once, so those feelings brought up like more stuff I haven't dealt with. Mm -hmm. And like, we're told like healing isn't linear. Healing goes up and down and up and down. And so like, I acknowledged that I was feeling like that. And in the moment, it was hard to wallow in the molasses, but coming out and going, okay, no more in the, in the molasses, let's get out. What do I know that works? Okay. So I'm going to do some breath work. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to get grounded in nature. I, whatever works for me, it's those things for you. It's a run by the ocean. I mean, for somebody else, it's something else, but understanding the tools that we have accessible to tap into those to go, okay, so I'm journeying up and down and let's utilize what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And I imagine we can learn some new tools at your retreat when we're there that we maybe have forgotten or never knew we needed or existed. Um, I love our conversations. Thank you for your time, Vicki. Uh, where can you find you so they can follow you and be inspired? Um, Instagram, Facebook at hotforholistics.com. Um, you can email me, um, DM me, whatever, and any questions about the retreat or any questions just about breath work. Um, I know we're both available. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I'll you so much, Jess. Of course. I'll talk to you soon.